Good morning. The Board of Supervisors has cleared the way for a four-cent tax cut, although almost all of the actual cutting they did was from the school system's budget request. For Friday, March 23rd, it's your Loudon Now Morning Minute. Since 1961, the Fairfax Christian School, a kindergarten through 12th grade university prep school, has created scholars with a passion for learning. Their small class sizes with individual attention, time-tested curriculum, experienced teachers, and focus on values gives your child a competitive advantage. They're moving to Loudoun County in June and now offer a new affordable tuition plan. Schedule your tour with the Fairfax Christian School today. Visit their website at fairfaxchristianschool.com or call them today at 703-759-5100. Thanks for being with us. I'm Rents Green. The Board of Supervisors has set the stage for a four-cent real estate tax cut starting July 1st. At the last budget work session for the year earlier this week, county supervisors voted to carve a $4.1 million from the school system's budget request for a total gap of $14.9 million from what they had requested. I'll get to that in a second. In fact, the school system will bear almost the entire brunt of that tax cut. County Administrator Tim Hemstreet had proposed a budget funded at a real estate tax rate of $1.09 per $100 of assessed value. That is the equalized tax rate at which the average taxpayer, despite rising property values, would pay the same dollar figure in real estate taxes. That gave county supervisors a starting place, and over the next several work sessions and weeks, they cut more than $1.5 million from that budget. But at their last budget work session of the year on Wednesday, they added all of that spending back in by adding a jail cook, two motorcycle deputies, and four patrol deputies in the sheriff's office and putting two real estate appraisers they'd taken out of the budget earlier back in. That left less than $8,000 in cuts overall. They needed to cut at least $4.1 million to lower the tax rate a half cent. They did that with a motion by Supervisor Suzanne Volpe to take all of that $4.1 million from the school board's budget request. Hemstreet's proposed budget was already $10.8 million short of what the schools had requested, making for a total of $14.9 million that the school board must now carve out of their proposed $1.2 billion budget. The motion to take it out of the school budget only passed by one vote, it should be said. Supervisor Matt Letourneau joined the board's three Democrats, Chairwoman Phyllis Randall and Supervisors Kristen Umstadt and Coran Sains, in opposing that idea. The board then voted along party lines to adopt this new tax rate, $1.81 per $100 of assessed value, four cents less than this current year's tax rate. Cutting the tax rate by a half cent from the equalized rate will save the average taxpayer about $23 over the course of the next year. If nothing changes between now and April 3rd, when supervisors are scheduled to take a final vote on this, it will be the lowest tax rate since 2008. But over the past 15 years, despite fluctuations in that tax rate all the way from 89 cents in 2007 up to a high of $1.30 in 2011, the only time tax revenues have declined was in fiscal year 2010. That's growth in Loudoun for you. But the school system can still cross their fingers for one more lucky break. If the General Assembly expands Medicaid in Virginia as the House of Delegates has proposed, the schools could see increased funding from the state. 
The General Assembly meets again April 11th. Go to loudonnow.com slash morning minute to check out the whole story. In other news, and while we're talking tax rates, interim Percival Town Manager John Anzavino has proposed two new police officers and a higher cigarette tax there in town. He has also proposed keeping the real estate tax rate in Percival the same and cutting the Fireman's Field Tax District by a half cent, which would bring it down to an even three cents per hundred dollars. Well, that's expected to cost the town $67,000 in foregone revenues, but Anzavino said that will be made up by increased revenues from the town's new partnerships with Play to Win and Sean Alexander Enterprises there at Fireman's Field. Those are the companies that will be managing the property, paying rent, and hopefully sharing profits. As to that cigarette tax, he has proposed raising it by 10 cents to 75 cents per pack. That would put it on par with Leesburg and Loudoun County. Also worth noting, the town will not be getting any more gas tax revenue from the county since all that money is going to start going to Metro. Last year, the town got $143,000 from that tax. Enzavino has also suggested hiring two more full-time police officers and, over the next five years, launching almost two dozen projects. Those include a roundabout at the 32nd Street and A Street intersection, a traffic signal at 32nd and Main, upgrades at Fireman's Field, and a bike park at the Basham Sins Wastewater Facility. Council members Karen Jemerson, Ryan Cool, and Vice Mayor Nedim Ogleman were absent for the budget presentation on Wednesday. The town council will be discussing the budget over the next six weeks, and there's a public hearing scheduled for Wednesday, April 4th. The U.S. Customs and Border Protection Agency will be bringing 3,700 jobs to Quantum Park near the future Ashburn Metro Station. If Quantum Park isn't ringing a bell, that's the campus with the Verizon building. The deal is part of an agreement between Loudoun County and American Real Estate Partners. CBP would be renting 445,000 square feet of office space for at least 15 years. It would consolidate their Northern Virginia technology and research operations, bringing more than 3,700 CBP engineers, technicians, scientists, and support personnel to the new Loudoun campus. As an incentive package, the county will be providing a $1.65 million grant over the next 15 years. If the lease terminates early or if they don't keep up on their taxes, the grant stops. On top of that, the county will provide free bus service from Quantum Park to the nearest metro station. The CBP would move in in 2020. The county is running an online survey about how to improve Route 15. Options include roundabouts, turn lanes, and wider shoulders, among other ideas. You can find a link in the story on our website or at loudon.gov route 15 if you want to give your thoughts on it. And Northgate Vineyard, north of Percival, has found a new owner. Owners Mark and Vicki Fedor announced yesterday they've reached an agreement to sell to Mike Wheeler and Nate Walsh, the people who produce Walsh Family Wine here in Loudoun. The deal is expected to close next month, and terms of the deal have not been disclosed. The Fedors announced they were selling in July. They've been planting grapes there since 2002 and producing wine commercially since 2007. In 2011, they opened a solar-powered winery and tasting room. Wheeler and Walsh have been in business together for two years, operating Walsh Family Wine and consulting for area wineries. Walsh Family Wine has two vineyards in the Waterford area, but they do not currently have a public tasting room. However, Northgate Vineyard will stay in operation, so I guess soon enough they will. Get the full story on this and all these stories over at loudonnow.com. 
On today's calendar, Hard Swimming Fish will be at McDowell's Brew Kitchen in Leesburg tonight playing old-time, high-energy blues. They cover a range of styles from the country blues of Mississippi and the Piedmont to the urban blues of Chicago to the funk-infused blues rooted in New Orleans. It's at 8 p.m. at McDowell's. Get the details on this event and check out the rest of the event's calendar at getoutloudon.com. And if you like the Morning Minute, name your child Morning Minute. Don't name them Rents. That'd be silly. But name them Morning Minute to tell your friends and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts, and it'll be waiting for you there every morning. Okay, have a great weekend, and have a great day.